1: They made a couple big shots. Um, You know, we just did not finish uh, around the basket. We've got to shoot better than that. And, uh, you know, Tyus can't really do it by himself. We've got to get him more help. We're just completely overmatched in the center spot now, no matter who's in there. And we have to play better at that position.
2: Yeah, but you know like yours that gets to the line quite You
1: haven't made a ton of Well, we're not making anything. That's the bottom line. Very disappointing the way our big guys are playing. You know, we missed some shots around the basket we can't miss in a game like this. And, you know, we didn't make a play down the stretch. We had a chance. We missed a layup. Pascal had a tip, missed it. Uh, Elijah missed one around the basket. You know, we just missed some shots So You can't miss and win games. You know, we're not that good. We need to make those plays. And we can't miss 12 free throws.
0: the Cuse Militia podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers Sean and Joe.
3: Alright, what's up Cuse Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Cuse Militia podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. We uh, really appreciate that. The universal handle for the socials is at Cuse Militia. Uh, We are the only show centered around giving the fans a platform. So welcome. Um, Yeah, it... uh, It was not a good weekend for Orange fans. Uh, The revenge of the Stiff in the Mm. second half as BJ Stiff ended the first with zero points and finished with his average of 18. Uh, We'll give you our thoughts on the 68-62 loss to ODU and Buffalo heads back to the Dome for revenge. Uh, this Tuesday, December eighteenth at eight o'clock, can Q's bounce back? They have an opportunity to bounce back. They could put this horrible game behind them with a win over Buffalo. We'll tell you what to expect there. But first, if you're watching sports and you're in fantasy, uh, if you're in fantasy leagues, it makes it more exciting. Everybody knows when you got a little bit of uh, something to uh, gain or lose off of some of these games, There's always games. It makes it more exciting. So, uh, if you're not betting with my bookie? You should head over there right now. Whether you're an expert or a rookie, you should be betting there. Uh, if you're the kind of guy or gal that likes to bet a little and win a lot, like playing numbers on roulette, you can create a big parlay. Pick three teams to win. If you hit all three, you could turn 100 bucks into 600 bucks. Uh, you can bet on pretty much anything under the sun over there. We've talked about that. My bookie is one bet I know you'll be happy with all year. I recommend these guys because I really trust them. My bookie has been in business for years. They've got great online reviews, and their mobile site is easy to use. Plus, if you ever see any articles when they're giving lines or they're giving props out or anything like that, a lot of them reference my bookie. I see it all the time. So uh, sign up this week and MyBookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way to bank even more money when you win. Also make sure to follow them on Twitter at BetMyBookie. They personally respond to every mention and DM. Not to mention they've given away more than $10,000 in free money to their followers this football season. You'll be the first to know as soon as new odds or props are posted. So log on to MyBookie right now and use the promo code QS25 and get the 50% deposit bonus. That's promo code. Qs twenty five. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie. All right. Before we get into everything here, what we're going to do is there's some a little tiny bit of news. Uh, junior running back Abdul Adams and junior wide receiver Tristan Jackson, who both transferred over this this past off season, uh, were deemed eligible to play in the Camping World Bowl December twenty eighth. So that's pretty yes. awesome. Both four star uh, players. <coughs> coming out of high school right Joe
4: yes and they had to wait their year uh they had a timely um transfer because that's kind of how that works you have to wait a full uh, academic year when you enroll and that's but you know making a bowl game that's what that allowed them to do uh and because of the redshirt rule they can still play and it can count as a redshirt and so it's not going to take away from any of their eligibility and um there was a lot of talk from these guys, about these guys, especially coming out of spring ball. And uh, one of my buddies said he was the obvious. Um, he, he looked like the best wide receiver out there in the spring game earlier in the off season and stuff. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how Dino Babers or if he sprinkles them in um, depending on the flow of the game. Because you know he's going to want to get those seniors and the guys that have kind of got him there at the time. So
3: A lot of it is going to depend on what's happening down the stretch, I think. Um, and obviously uh, what, yeah. what happens, in, well, what I
4: mean, I'll tell practice. you what though, he? if, I mean, they were four star guys, Abdul Adams exactly. transferred from Oklahoma, sure. four star out of high school, Tristan Jackson, he transferred from Michigan state, four star out of high school. And, um, again, if, if they've been practicing and if they are, uh, cause they have it, they can practice, they just can't play. Right. So, yeah. and then now they have these practices during here. I mean, so you never know. I mean, if it's just known that they're that good and they can come in and win and nobody really cares that, you know, they had to sit out and they really haven't been a part of this team as up to this point. I mean, if they can come in and they can help us win, then I don't I don't know if Dino Babers is going to hold that back, you know.
3: I don't think so. Not when it comes down to a W or a, or a, or a loss. So, um, Defensive end Andrew Tuazama committed to Syracuse over the weekend. 6'6", 235 pounds. He's a three-star. Uh, he had maybe. offers from Florida State, Miami, Maryland, and Old Miss. And this comes pretty much just a couple of days after the uh, Babers extension was announced. I don't know if it's correlated or not, but uh, maybe it did help um, – help him, you know, jump in and fully commit. So uh, yeah, that's, that's he was a guy from
4: last year. He academically didn't qualify, so he had to go to prep school. I think he went to dry Prep. He's from Nightdale down here in North Carolina. Uh six six two thirty five. He plays D end and tight end. So obviously because of his weight, um yeah. they might just try him out at tight end and because say, he's young, yeah. you know, yeah. But um it seems to me like he's got the athleticism in the body to, you know, put some weight on and possibly become a pretty good defensive end. So we'll see. Good athlete though.
3: Yeah, um, exciting. So, uh, iTunes reviews. If you get him in, I've sweetened up the swag bag a little bit. I got some, uh, some, tr- some. Oh no, it's the per- swag bag. It's the swag bag. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I found out there's already a Q's Crate. Well, it's actually called the Sarah Q's Crate. That's what Ooh. it's called. Oh yeah. So, anyways. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like a bonehead kind of calling it the Q's crate still if it's, you know, someone's already doing it.
4: Like legit, yeah. like legit, right? So, um, no, I mean, I knew that, but it's just fun to wait and so see you figure that out. Oh, sure you did. Sure yeah. you did. Yeah, okay. i saying. Yeah, okay,
3: Joe, okay. <laughs> did you? Did you really? Uh All right. So I've sweetened up the swag bag a little bit with um, I, I I found out a way to do um, some cool stuff, man. So I got the Curse of Syracuse uh, going on. I've got um, some Pearl tributes um, that I made that are with the with the Curse of Pearl and the the thirty one. So I got some cool stuff, and hey, maybe I can make you a custom, you know, your favorite player type thing too. So go to iTunes and give us a five star rating in a written review if i read it on the show then you win you win winner 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 and all you got to do is email us at at qsmalisha at gmail.com and uh, i can get that stuff out that's it. so that is Come it on. hey yeah that's it
0: no we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed
2: so i'm going to tell it broomgate how a broom almost killed curling it was a year i'd like to forget to listen to broomgate search for broomgate in your favorite podcast app that's all one word broomgate <laughs> um
3: all right so your recap in 2 minutes or less formally the 1 minute recap but i realized that that is false advertising
4: Man, you always
3: go over a minute. So, yeah. Well, I could keep it at right about a minute with football, but with basketball, it's just too much. It's just too much, man. Too much. So, right. um, that is brought to us by JP Mulligan's Happy Hour every Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Trivia Tuesdays, every NFL game every Sunday. And, of course, they play every Wings. Syracuse game. Wings, go there. Wings. Hang out with other Q's fans. Uh, go there. Grab some swag. Uh, if Nick's working in the bar, you can ask him if he's got any swag behind there for you, and he'll be happy to hand some out. Um get some wings, get some beer, grab a burger. Great burgers there. So uh yeah. Anyway. Um all right, the Orange Fall two, seven and three on the year, losing the first home game of the year, 68 to 62. The series with ODU sits at two and two now all time. Can you believe that? Syracuse was 22 for 34 from the line. Awful. 33. Point, uh, 33.3% from the field. That's pretty bad. And 8 for 22 from 3. Not real good. Uh, I was more worried about this game, to be honest with you, than I let on and justifiably so. um As a bad mix of subpar offense and a pretty good ODU defense equaled a bad loss at home, no matter how you slice it, in my opinion. Um, Battle was 5 for 14 from the floor with 11 for 15 from the line. He led Cuse with 23 points. Hughes again followed up the leading scorer, 4 for 9 from the field, and he finished with 15. I just feel like with Hughes, he needs to shoot the ball more because he's actually hitting 43% on the year, and he's averaging 14 points a game. Uh, Chukwu out there doing his thing with zero points Brissett three for eleven field goals two for six from deep and one for three from the line brissett has got to tighten up on the foul shots he finished with nine points I, I feel like Brissett is either on or off and the ma- majority of his shots should not come from outside the arc I'm sorry he's got to get in there um, I, I you know
4: yeah yeah, I mean, right. you look at that too. When he made came out and he made the first shot of the game, so, I, know. I, mean, I mean, hot, From there, right? he was one and five, sure. right? So
3: exactly. Uh, I'm waiting patiently, patiently waiting on Howard to have his breakout game of the season. He was two for seven from the field. Both of those were threes. He totaled nine points. Uh, BJ Stiff won this game for ODU. Coming back in the second half, we mentioned earlier in the beginning of the show, he scored zero in the first half and eight, and met his average of eighteen in the second. And, uh, you know, again, the, the Orange route out-rebounded. Not as bad as, as the last game against Georgetown that they actually won. But 38-33. Right. Uh, and Syracuse did take advantage of 18 ODU turnovers, turning them into 22 points. But the lazy defense at the end of the game, to close this out, was a visual disappointment. It was conf- they looked confused. They looked lackadaisical. The ball being brought up the court, killing clock, was killing me. I don't understand what happened when they lost the lead with about five minutes to go from that point until the end of the game is a mystery. It was like ODU turned it on, and Syracuse had no clue how to take it, and they lost. They blew it. They blew the game. I knew it was over with two minutes left. They were just out of gas, done.
4: It was clear. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm kind of glad I didn't get to see the second half. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm playing. I went back and checked it out, and even just—I mean—it doesn't really take a rocket scientist when you look at these stats. I mean, they outscored us. What was it, forty-five to twenty-seven? 45, 29 in the second half. I mean, we allowed them. To, we can't allow teams to score forty-five points in a half. Um, so, again, I—I I think it comes down to the fact that we, our offense, still is not that good. It wasn't good last year, and we always talked about it last year, and we always talked about the things they need to do. To make sure that they win, yeah, and um, it, they're just not doing it. And it's, I mean, defense, rebounding, free throw shooting. We did win the turnover battle. I mean, when you look at those stats, eight. they had eight, that's crazy. They had eighteen turnovers. We only had thirteen. They had twenty-five personal fouls. We only had seventeen. We went to the free throw line thirty-four times. We went to the free throw line fourteen more times than them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we just have to be able to take advantage of that. Um, I'd like to see the rebounds. Like you said, they weren't bad, but I'd like to be able to win the rebound. In, but that's really, it comes down to effort. And if it just, I don't know if they're just not playing defense because they're not making anything on offense and they're getting down on them. So, I mean, I just don't understand. I,
3: I don't know. It just looked like it just, I don't want to say they gave up because I don't think they did. And we've talked about that a couple years ago when they, when they, Blatantly did against Saint John's. Everybody remembers yeah. that game, right? Right, uh, right? It right. wasn't quite like that, but it was definitely like when ODU took control of that game late in the second half. Syracuse had no answer. Tyus hit a three one time. It was money, and you thought they had a chance, but you just didn't feel it. You know how when you're watching, and just like you can either feel it or you can't. It, it, right. t- there was no. There wasn't like a ton of energy or anything. And, you know, Syracuse, well, ODU, you mentioned this, this, the um, the points in the second half. ODU shot 55.6% in, in the second half. Right. To, to Syracuse's 28% in the right. second half.
4: So now, either it's the off chance that they had the best half of their life and we played good defense and they just hit everything, or they just came out and played harder. I mean, B.J. Stith averaged 18 points a game. He had zero at halftime. He ended up with 18. I mean, you look at the stat line, and there's really nothing there that tells you that we shouldn't have been able to win this game. It's just second-half effort, really what it comes down to. A couple free throws here and there would have kept us closer, but it's just effort.
3: That was my computer. Keep going.
4: It's just effort, and just, you know, the fact of like what you said, you can't have Brissett taking six of his 11 shots from the three-point line. You can't have Howard taking five out of his seven shots from th- the three-point line. You know, that's not – that wasn't them last year. And no, that's not going to be them this year. No, so it's, it's, they, have, they have to figure it out. And, again, Frank Howard was hurt all offseason, and they couldn't, you know, play together. They brought some new guys in. Jalen Carey, he hurt the first game of the season as well. So there's going to be some, you know, learning curves and some certain rust for certain people, but it's just, you just never know how long it's going to take. And it's starting to get frustrating at this point, you know, because
3: yeah, now we're, well, sit,
4: we're sitting here at seven and three and,
3: yeah, and we're going we're not against the
4: good, good Buffalo team and ACC plays around the corner. So
3: you got, you know, our expectations coming into this year, we and we talked about it, it was like the one thing we really talked about that we hammered home in the off season and leading right. up to basketball season was that Tyus was going to have help this year. That Tyus wasn't going to have to do everything on his own. He was going to have Brissett. he was going to have Hughes, he was going to have Howard, and this was going to be, you know, four solid guys that could score the ball. And you're you're just not seeing it. Hughes is a, is a consistent scorer. He had yeah. one bad game this season. And You know, he's averaging 14 points a game, and he only shot the ball nine times against uh, ODU. And, you know, he he scored 15 points. You know, some of that was foul shots. But, um, you know, I just feel like he needs to shoot the ball more. If if Howard's not going to step up, if battle's going to be, or Brissett's going to be uh, hot or cold, depending on, I don't know, I don't know, depending on, I have no idea. (coughs) It's like so hit or miss, and it's like not one thing I could put my finger on. Um, but if he's going to be inconsistent, and Hughes is going to be the only consistent player besides Tyus, Hughes needs to shoot more because he's making a lot of these shots. And yeah. and you always notice, and they did again when they get the good ball movement. What they get the good ball movement when they're really moving, and they're not doing that. They're they're not. They're just throwing right. it around the perimeter, and nothing's going inside. And then five seconds left, they chuck something up.
4: Well, right, and it's tough when you have a guy out there that's just offensively inept. You know, you have someone like Tachuku or Sadiev who just hasn't oh, shown yeah. well, you hate that Chukwu. they can. Why
3: do you hate Chuku so much? Why, no, Joe? Oh, stop
4: it! Oh, stop Why? it! Oh, stop it! I
3: can't believe that. Stop it! <laughs> yeah, we got we got three three guys played center against ODU, and between three guys, they combined two points. Okay. So, Two points,
4: 13 rebounds, yeah.
3: Yeah, well, okay. Three guys.
4: No, Dolge offers the best option, but at the end of the day, he does. we can't play that size against everybody. You know, We can't shoot 22 of our 48 shots from the three-point line.
3: No. No way. No way. So how do they get inside then? How do they get inside? What do they got to do? Dribble, pen- penetrate, and get inside and draw the foul. Stith did it in the second half. That's what he did. That's how they changed the game. So, I mean, you know, it could be done. If it can be done against our guys, it could be done against anybody else's guys. So, and, and they said, I think it was Stiff that was interviewed that said, "Well, we knew that they they weren't going to be passing the ball to their big men down low,
1: right? So
3: we knew where to be on defense, and yeah. they, they they knew we we're guard oriented, and they just." They stayed out on the guards. And, and and
4: No, you essentially got five people guarding four people.
3: Right, exactly. With
4: a center, they can't do anything.
3: Right. So. Well,
4: you know, on the offensive uh,
3: end. And then the the foul shots for the last two games were 36 of 56 from the line. And you
4: were leaving 20, a lot of points out there.
3: Missing 20. Yeah, you only left 20 points out there in the past two games. Now, granted, we won one of those games, but it was a nail-biter. So in Syracuse for the year, shooting, if you believe it or not, shooting 40%, 41% from the field. Now they're 29.7% from behind the arc, and they're, they're still only 68% from the line. So
4: Yeah, we're taking too many threes, and, and honestly, you're not going to be able to get away with shooting against, you're not going to be able to get away with shooting 34% and giving up 45 points in the second half and expect to win. I mean, that's just that in a nutshell. Yeah. Shooting too many threes, we're inefficient on offense, and we played really, really bad off uh, defense in the the second half.
3: At home, though, in a non-conference loss against an unranked team. You know, depending on... It's
4: it's happened before. I've seen them.
3: Oh, I know. Well, we had, what, St. Bonaventure last year did it to us. Um, But we had a game against Buffalo last year that ended up really helping us out. Now, we have an opportunity... To really have that um, be the case again, we could wipe this loss out
4: right. with,
3: with a win against 14th-ranked Buffalo.
4: Well, again, it comes down. You said it. You said expectations. Everyone thought that once Battle came back, then it, because we made the little Sweet 16 run, that it was going to be, you know. But it's just it's it's too early to judge. And then it comes the overreactions when you lose a game that you might not should have. i might not should have like. It's happened in the past couple of years. I mean, you turn around and you go on a little three, four, five game streak and everything's forgotten and you, you're just right back in, right. in the right. driver's right. seat of having a good right. season. So, yeah,
3: we're not, you
4: know, yeah. ebbs and flows, games are runs. We talk about it all the time. It's just, you know, there's always the overreaction. ODU is not a – like we talked about, they're a team that you could lose to if you mess around and shoot 34% and then you want to let them score 45 points in the second half.
3: Yeah, and that's and
4: that's what happened.
3: We warned of it. Some people took them lightly, but I know, I know them well enough because they're about twenty minutes away from me. I knew they were they were a, a serious threat. So, no. um, anything left to say on the game itself, Joe? Uh no. All right. Well, it hurt, and it's a good damn thing that we didn't record this show yesterday uh. because I was apoplectic. Um, to say the least. I,
4: well, I mean, you're 20, 20 minutes away, so I'm sure you knew a couple of people that were...
3: Oh, yeah. It went on for a couple hours. It went on today. I saw some, you know. So, you mm-hmm. know, it is what it is. You expect it. And you get... You, you, it's just you got to just be like, yeah, yeah, and they played a good game, you know. But my friends aren't like that. My friends <laughs> are a-holes. <laughs>
4: Go for the jugular, huh?
3: Yeah, pretty much. So, all right, uh, put ODU behind us. You know, that's it. (laughs) What are you? Nothing else to do. That's right.
0: It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house, the best damn college sports fans in the nation.
3: All right, you know the universal handle. We've been over this already once today. It is at Cuse Militia on Facebook and Twitter, and what we do is we propose the question after each game. Uh, Thoughts on the game is usually what I say. I make it simple because if people got to read a lot of it, they don't say much. So (laughs) it's like they waste all their energy reading it. So here we go. First, what we're going to do is we're going to go over the poll. I set out a poll this morning. I set it for nine hours. It finished with 310 votes and the question is, what do you think will help the Orange more? Uh, more carry, More Mark? More Buddy? Or other? And click and comment. So, let's do more Buddy came in last at 7%. And I would just say that um, Buddy on the year is 8 for 43 from the field. Uh, that's 18.6%. He's 6 for 29 from 3. That's 20.7%. So, I'm going to go ahead and ixnate Buddy out of here. Uh, and he came in last, unfortunately. Uh, other click and comment came in next at 11%. And I got a lot of mixed, um, you know. I got uh, th- 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 Here, I'll read some of the comments. At JD's dad, three, a presence in the middle. Yes, obviously. Uh, at Big E underscore 228 scoring points. I don't care where they come from. At uh, 44, Syracuse 44. He says, we need more Mark in my opinion. A close second is Kerry but we need some more production from our bigs. Yeah, I agree. At the real Tim Primo, uh, one, more Kerry Also one, more Mark. Two, more Howard Washington. W- what do you think about that? He's the only one that said Howard Washington, so. Uh, yeah, we're not, I'm not real no. sure about Howard Washington myself. No. But... Um, <laughs> What, do you hate Hard Washington, Joe? Well, you got
4: no, hard Washington. no, I got no problems with Howard <laughs> okay. Washington. He's a fine player, fine player. Okay.
3: At GQs4, better coaching. At uh <laughs> underscore Jeff, team needs a leader. I do think that Tyus um, at times gets complacent on leading and in in howard we've seen you know he's on or off too he leads the offense okay but yeah he's got a case there so anyways um in uh third place at 40 percent came more carry now that was my pick i think more carry is is um he's just he's got a lot of energy out there and i think mm-hmm. he, he adds a lot even though he hasn't been able to score a ton, he did he did have a problem in the beginning of the year with turnovers and stuff like that. But you know he's averaging, carry's averaging nineteen point six minutes a game, and a lot of that it seems like a decent amount, but a lot of that came when Howard was out.
4: Oh yeah, that's that number's still so, dropping.
3: Yeah, that's gonna, exactly and every so, game. Right, so I think more carry. I think I think. Showing Howard the whip, like Dino Babers likes to say, Uh, yeah. You know, show him the whip and put Carey in a little bit more, and I think Carey will come into his own. He's a good player, and he's great on the defensive end too. So, and he's not afraid to drive to the basket. I think, I think, I think Frank Howard is still. I think Frank's Howard Howard's problem is. I think he's healed. I think his problem is is that he's scared to take it to the hole because I, we don't know how he got hurt, but that's probably how he got hurt.
4: So Um I mean if it's an ankle most likely. Usually that's what happens. It rolls up on something else, usually driving or right. and so, coming down on something. So yeah.
3: So that leaves us with Mark. Uh he he came in at forty two percent more Mark. And you know, the center He's
4: a fan favorite, man. He's always gonna
3: Yeah, yeah, I know. But and he does help. He does help. I mean, out of the three that were filling in for center, you know, he did the most. So I mean he only scored two points. what do he get on what do he get for what do he get for rebounds? uh let's see uh six. so yeah, he did mm-hmm. <laughs> he did do the most six rebounds and two points yeah so you know I mean and he's he's averaging 19 point four minutes a game, and that all a lot of that also came in when Howard was out as well so well in, in, but he does get he probably gets more minutes though. Um, because of the center situation, too. But so there you have it. The fans, they love Mark. They want to see more Mark. And I think that it almost does not matter at the center position. Uh, There's
4: more than one problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: So, all right, there you have it.
4: They got to make shit. Do what? They got to make baskets.
3: Yeah, they got to score the ball. Um, Okay, so here we go. Fan feedback, top 10. I did take an even 5 and five from Twitter and Facebook, Joe. So, at Oil Q's, our buddy Captain Patrick, he said, Why didn't they push the ball up the court with under three minutes to go? Frank Howard looks like he's in slow motion. Our centers are awful. Uh, so, I'll comment on that what he's talking about is exactly what I was talking about with, I think, Syracuse killing clock on offense with under three minutes to go. It made no sense. It looked stupid. It was horrible. Yeah. Yeah,
4: that's Joe. And expression. nothing from the offense.
3: Right. As at, far as
4: the centers, so.
3: At Kevin McKenzie 11, all this team has done is underperform this year. No one ever goes to the rim or penetrates the lane. Almost every shot we take is contested. Two centers that are absolutely no threat to pick and roll and can't catch the ball on the rare occasion they are thrown the ball. Well, I don't know. At Kevin McKenzie 11, Joe said that Truku has gotten better at catching the ball. So <laughs> I don't know.
4: compared to what he was doing when he was first year. Yeah.
3: I mean, I don't know, Kevin. I'm not sure. But yeah, our shots are contested a lot, but when they move around and they get they usually find Hughes open, he can hit those shots. That is key, I think. That's probably one of the big things to scoring some balls. Hughes is Hughes is probably this he's probably a close for he's he's close to being the first best shooter on that team. He's really close.
4: Dude, and we just gotta get back to where we were last year. Um I mean I think C C D obviously he had his um his surgery. And I think that he's still trying to come back and maybe
3: think he's going to do the same thing. Maybe that Howard is with the worried about, I would like to think
4: that they're going to be able to, I mean, as the season went on last year, they got more confident, you know, all of them did. Sure. So then they all had their games, but I think what we need is we're just, Elijah Hughes is fitting in nicely. What it needs to happen is Frank Howard needs to become the Frank Howard of last year. at minimum. And O'Shea to, he's got to get back to his, I mean himself, too. I mean, he was a double-double yeah. double machine last yes. year, the freshman doing awesome the things the that he was supposed to do. Like,
3: yeah.
4: I just don't understand.
3: I know, I know. Uh, if not now, when, 84, uh, our buddy Mike, he says ODU's defense was good. What was it, Joe? It was a ad- fifth adjusted defense in the nation, wasn't it? I believe it was, according to Ken Palm. Officiating was effing horrible. There was some times where I thought I could
4: agree. 27th.
3: 27th. I'm sorry. (laughs) Still good. Right. Officiating was effing horrible. I can agree with some of that. Tyus is trying to do too much by himself. Uh, Frank can't get his head out of his ass. Our centers still suck. (laughs) Damn, Mike. Mm. Wow. Oh Man, what do you hate, Chukwu? What do you hate, Chukwu? Uh, hey, when, hey, hey where you know,
4: was, Like I said, it's one game. Everyone doesn't, you know, things change from game to game, you know.
3: Where was Jalen Carey? We look more like a bubble team or less as the season goes on. Get your stuff together, Cuse. Uh, yeah, it was rough. These were right after the game. People were pissed. There's a lot of four-letter words in here. Huh. Um,
4: <laughs>
3: at, oh gosh, I can't see it.
4: Oh, so here we we're go. We're just gonna
3: call him Matthew. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. At something orange. My bad. Uh, garbage. It's like they're determined to become a three-point shooting perimeter team, regardless of past results. Take, da- take the damn ball inside. Yes, I'm with you. I'm with you, Matthew. Mm-hmm. I think we're all with you. We feel that definitely. At Free yep. Beers 77, the offense runs no plays at all. There has been zero improvement through two seasons. Time. For some new blood on coaching staff, need to shake up the assistants, get a non get a non alumni in there.
4: <laughs> Good luck, bud.
3: Yeah. What do you say? That's it. Good luck.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's going to be tough now.
4: Like I said, I mean, it... is
3: it the coach? Well, because mo- there's some more coaching comments, so we can talk about them as they come. But you know, I mean, what what do you say to the Bayheim haters? They're all over the place. That's all I heard yesterday from personal friends of mine.
4: Dude, he's done the same thing for however many years he's been coaching, what, almost 40 years?
3: Yeah, and we heard it at the halftime of the Georgetown game, remember?
4: Yeah. So, Uh yeah. Exactly. He's been doing doing the same thing for 40 years. It's whether or not the players that he has executes or he has the players to execute it. And, you know, and it's just, we always, like I talked about before, overreaction. We always get these after a loss, after game 10. And you never know what's going to happen. Well, you know, we got them all loss, last year too. And look at the end of the year and how that that season ended. You know what I mean? Right. So
3: yeah, but especially after a bad loss, I think you know. Hey, this is the QSMOCHA podcast. This is the fans' voice right here. This is where you come to vent, right? I mean, these, okay, these you, comments you, are yes. right after the game. I talked to you shortly after the game. I was, I was dropping the four letter words on it, wasn't oh, I?
4: Oh yeah, no, I'm not. Look, I'm not saying that you can't be upset that you can't, you know, but calling for like the coach's job and like assistance. I guess yeah, I guess he wasn't calling for behind, but yeah, I, mean, he, I don't know.
3: He specifically called out the uh, coaching staff and need to shake up um the assistants, getting non-alums in there cuz they are all alums.
4: They are. Man. So, um, he likes to work with people that he trusts.
3: Yeah, I mean, those guys, he recruited all those guys. Nothing wrong with that. Um, Steven says, not ready for ACC players. Memo to the orange. Tick-tock, you are on the clock.
4: What do you think, yep. Joe? It, not, uh, I think it, he's right on He's right on board. That's why Jim behind last week says, said that You know, he challenged Frank Howard, which I thought he was going to be able to step up to the plate. He had a whole week to get ready because he knows that they're not where they're at, and a lot of it has to do with him and getting over whatever – whatever the issue is, because he knows that they're not ready for ACC play, and he knew that we were going in against a pretty good ODU team and an even better Buffalo team, you know, to finish out the last four games of our non-conference. So, hey, again, tick-tock, we can't play like this in the ACC.
3: I know it. I know it now. And that's
4: was the sense of urgency with Bahime, and that's same thing with that comment there.
3: Yeah, and you know, you, you just got to think to yourself. Just think to yourself right now. Everybody, think and close your eyes and think of this. Unless you're driving, then you you, you think. You know, what would a game against Duke look like right now? Mm. Would that, you know, that center they got? What's his name, Joe? Help me out.
4: Though a center, well, I don't think he's a center. But what Williamson, <laughs> Zion Williamson? Yeah, the man-child? The,
3: the jumper. Who's the jumper? Who's the guy that they kept? They showed him at halftime during one of the uh, the other games. Zion
4: Williamson. Z- yeah, he just dunks real hard. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, so you know, you 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 think of being up against like a Duke or a UNC or a, even a Virginia Tech right now, and you think, man, you know, they ain't ready. They ain't ready for the big time. It's, they're they're playing they're playing kid ball right no now.
4: but the effort would be better too in that situation too because we were playing duke
3: sure like you know there's that so yeah uh, i think
4: that's partly part of our problem this this nine conference is a lot of times i think we i mean we do it anyway but play down to the competition yeah. because we just think we're going to be able to easily you know roll through it so
3: yeah uh, uh, herb says there's no chemistry on this team too much dribbling no movement our center isn't playing well um herb's playing state the obvious here uh, on, on the last comment uh no chemistry on the team you know you got new guys coming in that always takes a while I think but there is there there is no there is not like a ton of chemistry on the offense and no no we had someone that made a comment about they're not running plays and they don't really run a ton of plays they kind of create their own they create their own shots and they're just not doing it
4: well, they do pick and roll. They yeah, run guys off picks, yeah. and then sure. they kind of rely on, you know, players making plays, you know, for themselves, you know.
3: Yeah. Uh Paul says a whole lot of words can be used to describe the quality of our performance out on Jim Beheim court this afternoon, and virtually none of them can be used in a PG environment such as this. Well, Paul – Thanks for respecting the podcast
4: page, but as long as
3: you're not being disrespectful <laughs> but, uh, to I'm anybody, I'm picking up
4: what you're. I'm picking up what you're putting <laughs> down there, buddy.
3: Yeah, but as long as you're not being disrespectful to someone on the page, I don't care what you say. Well. I take that back.
4: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump the brakes there, buddy.
3: <laughs> I, I don't care if you use four-letter words. Put it that way. You say what you feel on the page. Um, that's fine as long as you're not being disrespectful. We're good. Uh, Jay says, the team didn't show up and the crowd didn't either. We just assumed they would win without trying. It's a good point. It's kind of how it felt. The the As far as the crowd goes, Joe, the kids weren't there. Hmm. So.
4: These are the games that I'm afraid of every year. Yeah. I talk about it every year. I mean, it's just it is what it is because I've been at those games.
3: Yep. So, so the kids weren't there. It wasn't didn't have the energy in the dome that it normally would. And, you know, it's just, yeah, you're right. It, they never really got loud. I mean, it stunk. It stunk. Mm-hmm. You got that big area and you fill it with, I guess there was, what, 14,000 or 17,000 there? I can't remember, but it was still so a bad. lot of people. That, but when you compare it to a regular uh, game, anybody's regular game.
4: Yeah, but it, everyone's it, regular game isn't as big as the carrier don't.
3: I know, well, that's my point though. You get the people in there, but they're just sitting there twiddling their thumbs, like they're on a like they're on a lunch date. I mean, okay, I guess. Um, so you know,
4: hey, look, I still I still blame scheduling with with kids off. On a Saturday at noon. Come on.
3: Yeah, uh, Tim says Tim his Tim is our in-house um, angry guy. I remember him from a lot from last year. He never has anything nice to say. He says uh, time for Bayheim to effing retire.
4: Ooh. Uh. So, <laughs> huh.
3: so well, you know. I mean, look, I don't think so. Now, some may say that. Uh, I think there was a comment in here when I was going through. That said something about you know the players are going to feed off the energy of the coach and the coach has no energy. Now there could be some truth to that. I think. If being ain't in the, f- no, you don't think so? No, we hear you know these. We hear these comments every
4: year. Like I'm just.
3: Well, you know what? The- I'm
4: over the overreaction, especially with now today today's world and just normal media. Not even talking about sports. I just I'm sick of the overreaction. Like let's just well, pump the brakes. We're seven and three.
3: Yeah. Although your meme about our stay
4: in the top 25 is pretty funny.
3: <laughs> the Grandpa Simpson?
4: Yeah. Good stuff.
3: <laughs> and we were tied. We have like a four-way tie for 25th place in the country.
4: Yeah, I know. Straight- <laughs> Couldn't even give it to us straight out. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, know.
3: I know. So, all right, everybody. Thanks for – So, uh, four-letter words. Four- <laughs> you can use them, but I won't say
4: them on the air. Like, like, That's all. like what? Words like tuck –
3: Tuck, yeah. A rule, Talk. rule, sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. for it, whatever yeah. you got.
3: Okay. Um So, <laughs> I right, think I appreciate everybody uh, participating. It was everybody was pretty upset. I think it was, there was there was a ton of comments, and that's I love it. It's a good problem to have when I've got to sit down and read them all a couple of times before I pick which ones I'm going to use. So we appreciate it. <laughs> all right, Joe. Let's see, what do we got? We got time for redemption. Everybody wants redemption. Syracuse wants redemption for their loss against ODU, and Buffalo wants redemption because they came into the dome last year and they lost a close one after uh, scaring us pretty good. Uh, they lost 81 to 74 last year in the dome, so they want redemption. They're going to come in on uh, this Tuesday at 8 o'clock, December 18th. And both of them want to bounce back. Buffalo from the loss last year and Syracuse from the loss this, uh, just yesterday. And uh, the all-time record with Buffalo is sitting at 28-5. and uh, They sit – Buffalo, that is, sits at, uh, well, 10-0. So uh, they're killing it. Uh, yeah. With a key win, I guess, against West Virginia, they've got four guys that are averaging double digits – as a team, they're 40% from the floor, 33.5% from behind the arc, and they're hitting 72.6% of their free throws. The guy who can kill it from anywhere is C.J. Massenburg. He's hitting 48.6% from the field and 42.9% of his threes, and he is 86.7% from the line. Joe, so start with yeah. start with Massenburg and let us know what to expect because he's, he's probably their best player, right?
4: Uh, definitely is definitely the best player. (laughs) I mean, he's been a solid mainstay since his freshman year. I mean, he averaged 25 point or 25 minutes with 11 points per game his freshman year. And it's only gone up from 14 to 14 and a half and 17 last year, 17 this year. Um, and, uh, he's just, dude, he's tough. He didn't really play that well. Then that's what kind of scares me about, um, him coming in this year, last year, uh, in the game where the, uh, we beat them by seven, he only shot two at 13, so he didn't play very well. Um, he did go to the free throw line and shoot nine for nine. He ended up scoring 14 points, but overall, he could have done a lot better. So I'm a little worried that he's going to be coming back for blood, my, uh, my friend.
3: Yeah, and another year older, <clears throat> another year wiser, and another year yeah. better,
4: <laughs> Qu- Yeah,
3: to be quite honest with you. He's averaging yeah. 17 points a game. And um uh, he's I mean he's killing it. He's killing it. Yeah. He, he's even averaging seven seven rebounds a game. So he's
4: yeah, a, he's all in, good in last year's game, um the big uh player for them was Nick Perkins, their uh forward senior forward this year, but he had eighteen point seven rebounds and um again, they ended up having a great year last year. Uh they finished with twenty seven and nine, they won the Mac championship. Um uh, you know, the tournament and they went in as a, a number 13 seed and they actually went and uh, beat Arizona in round one before they lost to Kentucky so this is a really really dangerous team they returned a lot of guys and they're um, they got a lot of experience got about four seniors um, that play a lot of minutes and, and then a couple uh, pretty talented sophom- um, sophomores so not too tall, but they play within themselves. They average a lot of assists, and they just again—they're experienced. They know how to play with each other, and um, not going to be an easy out by any means. So
3: no, it's going to be quite possibly the toughest game of the year. I mean, really,
4: uh, I mean, probably I mean, one could of the be. best don't, teams. Well, I mean, I know Ohio don't, State, but I wouldn't—I wouldn't put them—I wouldn't put them as being better than Ohio State or um, or Oregon. But,
3: oh yeah, I forgot about Oregon though.
4: I'm yeah, um, but uh, they—I mean, again, in, in college basketball, if you don't lose, then you don't fall back. You know what I mean? So don't let the rankings fool you. I mean, you can look at their their schedule. They had that impressive win um, in overtime against West Virginia, but West Virginia is a little down this year compared to what they were last year. They had a lot of a lot of guys um, graduate, you know, so. Um, other than that, they haven't really played too many good teams. So I'm not trying to take away the fact that they're a good team because they are a good team. But when you've only played one Power 5 team and the rest of, you know, I mean they had a tough game against San Francisco, only one by four. Um, so, again, I'm not going to take away anything from them, but they um, they've only really had one challenging game. So,
3: yeah, no, I mean, that's true, but,
4: you, you know, know, we
3: saw what they, what they could do last year and how many returning players did they have from last year?
4: Oh, shoot. I mean, all of them, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, they're okay. missing, they lost, they graduated Clark and I think a Kenneth Smart, uh, they're one of the bigger guys. Um, he was a graduate transfer and I don't know exactly where he transferred, but he doesn't play there this year. So again, they got, um. They got a six ten sophomore. I, well, no, I don't want to say sophomore, but they got a six ten guy that comes off the bench. that's got a little bit of height, and then they got um, Nick Perkins. He's a six eight, I think, forward, and they do have a six seven guard that plays as well. But they go um, about nine nine deep, I would say, right? I mean, you're looking at pretty much. I mean, you don't want to. I mean, at this point, I I don't even want to even use height as I mean, usually height should be an advantage, but for our team this year, it hasn't been. They pretty much have comparable size as um, ODU. And, uh, yeah, depending on. (laughs)
3: Hello. Hello.
4: (laughs) Hey. Hey. Hi. Sorry. (laughs) Thought I saw a butterfly. Um, No. Uh, (laughs) It really just comes down to how their main guys, their guards, um, how they shoot. Because they're going to be able to move the ball around. They're not going to make the mistakes. They're. they played the, the zone last year, so, uh, yeah, it's not going to be easy, but, you know, at the same time, they you got to look at the the competition they played and you got to look at they're going to probably be playing against a pretty pissed-off Syracuse team because I'm going to go ahead and venture to say that the last couple of days of practice is probably haven't, aren't going to be that, you know, nice. Yeah, so.
3: and I mean, how, much, how, how many, like, bad losses do you have to have or, like, bad games do you have to have? For this team to just come out on fire, what what is what can motivate them, other than a, a loss like ODU, to, for them to just come out on fire and just, you know, let's you know, mm. let's come out and, and and start strong and finish strong. It is like you know, all year we've been saying Syracuse is second half team. Syracuse second half team. Well, they played an awful second half yeah. against ODU.
4: I didn't get it. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I got to watch the first half, and then I had to go to a birthday party. I mean, you go into the I... locker
3: room at ten points up, right?
4: Oh yeah, thirty three to twenty three, and I'm like, okay.
3: Yeah, they, you know, they did like, have a they did have a breakdown at the very end of the first half. They let a three go.
4: Ah, three, but still, you're but up still 10, you're up in double
3: digits at home, right? You're thinking, right. all right. I mean,
4: I didn't. I honestly, I left. I left the game. I was. I planned on, you know, I was coming back and watch the rest of it, but I had a birthday party to go to, and I left. My house um, at halftime to go to that birthday party. Pretty, pretty, like confident that we were going to win that game.
3: Yeah. So, well,
4: then it didn't happen. So. Yeah. Because yeah. then my phone starts blowing up in my pocket, and I'm like, "What is going on?" Like, I you had to have known
3: because you were trying to wait, weren't you?
4: I was trying to wait, but um, I just assume okay, we're up ten, and the way that I thought it was going to go, I didn't think that. You know, there'd be so many, you know, then my phone would have been blowing up because I threw over an expected win after halftime, you know, but then it would like blew up and I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. So, well, you and it. I kind of saw what happened and yep. then I had to so. rewatch it after already knowing, which is even harder. So,
3: all right. So I guess, you know, the line will come out tomorrow. Joe will once again, tweet to my bookie pick. Oh, this hopefully scares me, he actually, man. Hopefully he actually makes a pick this time and doesn't just, like... What say, do you
4: mean? I thought it was pretty like, obvious, you okay, know? You were like,
3: well, if Syracuse does this and this and this, plus...
4: No, I didn't net- say if. I just I kind of threw out what I thought was going to happen, which I was way off. And then
3: I... Oh, is that what that was? Put
4: Syracuse See, Joe, minus...
3: Folks, Joe, Uh, he, he's not, like he's like... He's like if you were to hand your grandpa... A Twitter account and said, "Here, go tweet something." That's, That's not true. We, you said we attack the basket, play good defense, and Howard steps up to coaches challenge. SU with a negative ten and a half. So, yeah, got that. Yeah, I got it. Okay, it's all a little right. more clear now. I read it again. Oh jeez. Okay, all right. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Okay,
4: but well, I bet you it's going to be pretty close. Well, I mean, boy. I think you'd be surprised. Oh, I mean, I. will No, it's going to be funny. Is I bet you Syracuse is a favorite in this.
3: Oh, I don't know about that. No, 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 I don't. I bet you it's close, but I, I'd be, I'd be surprised if it was if they were a favorite. I really. Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever I say is probably going anyway. Well, how
4: about my 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 bookie pick tonight is that Syracuse is a favorite when the line comes out. How about that? Well,
3: Well, give me a number then.
4: I'm not going to give you a number.
3: Oh, well, Mr. Confidence over here can't give me a number.
4: I'm not Vegas. I just said favorite.
3: (laughs) Okay. All right. I will say not. Just to go against what you're saying. because I mean, it'll be a couple points. Okay. Well, whatever. You said you weren't going to give points. All right. That's it. Look. (laughs) Tuesday, eight o'clock in the dome, Buffalo comes in. Syracuse needs this game bad. I do not want to go down the stretch finishing off the the last half of or the not the last half but the rest of the uh, non conference uh you know two and two after that poll we put out with two percent of you if you if those that could be the smartest two percent of our followers on Twitter that we have
4: who knows well, you mean the trolls
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly come on so uh, well we'll see not gonna happen yeah well we'll see and um, thanks again everybody for listening thanks for participating in the fan feedback thanks to Shoppy Tom Mall Barbershop uh, open Tuesday to Friday 8am to 5.45 and Saturday 7am to two $15 cuts with six full time barbers family friendly old school atmosphere and you can plop down and watch TV while you're getting your hair cut what the hell What the, it doesn't get any better than that unless they hand you a beer uh, which they don't so I guess it's as good as you can get so uh, thank you all for listening uh, help spread the word and uh, for Joe I'm Sean we are out cue the bells peace
0: thanks for listening to the Cues Militia podcast the fans voice with Sean and Joe